You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 130. You can find information on anything referenced in this episode at thejoyjunkie.com slash 130. You're listening to The Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. Well, hey there, baby doll. Well, hello, beautiful. Well, I'm so glad that you found our delinquent dog. Yeah, he got out of the house. Little runt. Oh my gosh. So I, I don't know if we've told you guys this before, but we have two small, tiny toy dogs that we call our double chin because their breed is called a Japanese chin. Yes, they are. So they... <laughs> but our little boy, he's kind of devious. Like he's always in the trash. Yep. And if he, the door's open, he's the one that gets out. Totally got out. Was mm-hmm. Gives Bad you dog. a heart attack. Yeah, I thought he was dead on the street, for sure. <laughs> Catastrophizing. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. But so the whole Smith clan is in full effect here. We're all here. We have both both chins. All ready to go. Double chins are in full effect. We got our chins as well. That's <laughs> quadruple chins. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. We are thrilled to have you here and have another awesome topic for you today, which is five ways to immediately build confidence so it's immediately kind of, it well it's a meaty meaty topic and it's something that can take like years to really cultivate but there's a couple of things that i think we can do to create confidence quickly mm. and just little habits that we can shift so yeah. i'm going to talk about five ways that you can do that today and one of the reasons why i wanted to share that with all of you is if you if you're familiar with the show and you've been hanging out with us for the last couple of weeks, you've been hearing me talk about the Triple T retreat that I'm doing that is coming up in May 2016. Yeah, so that's right. If the you one that hear, I can't go to. Yes, Mr. Yeah. Smith is not invited. But you, you're not alone. You're uninvited, unfortunate. You're uninvited. <laughs> How, nice. Do I have a voice for radio? <laughs> you got a face for television. That's for sure. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, babe. Uh, so if you've been listening to the show, you've been hearing us talk about this retreat, and it's really kind of a hybrid of personal development and like retreat, you know, an actual vacation. So myself and two of my colleagues are taking a group of, I think we're upwards of 35 people now at the time that you guys will be hearing this. And we're going to an amazing all-inclusive resort in Cancun, Mexico. And so we're going to divide things up between like fun and relaxation and lots of taco eating and tanning and the transformation piece, which is going to be the different workshops. So one of the days, myself and my two colleagues are going to take an entire day speaking on the concept of confidence. So I thought, since I'm telling you guys all about this retreat and telling you come hang out, like why not give you little snippets of some of the stuff that we're going to be discussing? Oh, so this is one of them. 
Right. So we're going to take a whole day to discuss confidence. So the retreat is called Tanning Tacos and Transformation. And if you are interested, we were able to secure a handful more rooms than we originally thought we had from the resort. So I'm really not trying to be like scare tactic and all that. Like we legitimately only have a total of 46 spots available total. Nice. So if you are interested, this is our max. This is our limit. It's already filling up. We're pretty sure December will be, will be donezo. Yeah. Donezo and the bunzo. So if you (laughs) want in, go to triple retreat.com we took a group of incredible women we took 18 women this last year and if you go to triple you can hear about their experiences all of them were scared shitless before they went no one knew each other and now they're all you know besties and hang out all online BFFs. it's really cute so we would love for you to join us and you know we're looking at two weeks-ish left uh, in December where you would be able to get in and get in with the payment plan. So Mm -hmm. we wanted to make it really palatable so you can split up your payment over four months. It makes it really reasonable. So if you're looking for a good holiday gift for yourself and you're like, (laughs) hey, husband, hey, mom, hey, child, you want to know what I want for Christmas? I want to take my happy ass to Mexico and learn some shit. I want some triple T, bitches. Triple T, bitches. <laughs> so triple T retreat.com. You can learn all about it. Cool. So we'll give you a little snippet here in a second about confidence and what that's all about. But before we do, I believe you might just have something to, some game to spit, Mr. Smith. Oh, yeah, because we have a segment called. Would you rather. Yes, the would you rather. All right, so today's is quite a dilemma. Oh, is it? Would you rather... It's a pickle? Be without elbows or be without knees? (laughs) (laughs) So you would just like have long, long limbs? Yeah. It would just Uh, be like one Either upper or lower extremities. So it would be kind of like a toy soldier, like that marching style? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So you... So if you had no elbows, it would be really hard to get anything in your mouth or yeah, dry. I mean, you'd have to have long ass utensils, or you could just have to get (laughs) really good with your feet. Well, and I have like monkey toes. I'm super dexterous with my feet. Yeah, but if you had no knees, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like if my arms were straight, Uh I could. I think I could get some shit handled. You could run. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean. So you're saying elbows. I'm not saying that. I I say I'm dissecting your question, Mr. Smith. (laughs) Don't jump to conclusions. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not done assessing the scenario here. Mm. I think. So, so I was thinking. Okay. Well, I have a lot of trouble with my knees. So you wouldn't have knee trouble. But I fold up like this all the time, and Mm -hmm. so my legs would have to be. Maybe out straight. I'd be out straight all the time. But then, how? Like, can you imagine running? No. You'd run like a stiff ass, like gingerbread man. Yeah, you know <laughs> that would be really hard. What would you? Bet? Maybe easier. Be like you know, we're on stilts. <laughs> I think I would actually probably choose no knees. Yeah, I think so too because I'd like to be able to get things to my mouth and give hugs properly. Yeah, I mean, you are we, are we th- what about driving? You'd driving, have to. Driving, you'd have to scoot your seat scoot back your seat real way far. back, 
and drive with your forearms or something. I don't know. I think, yeah. I think I'd go with no knees. Yeah. No knees. Yeah, you yeah. too. Yeah, me too. Oh, my gosh. And by the way, it's really funny when we hear from you guys and you <laughs> you, you hit me up on Instagram, which, by the way, you can find me at the joy junkie on Instagram. But when you hit me up over there or you leave a message on one of the podcast shows and you're like, okay, I would rather have no knees. <laughs> and I also wanted to let you know about the situation with my mom. And <laughs> <laughs> like a little add on. And by the way, I'd rather wear clown makeup and not that's clown outfits. Funny. That's you know? funny. <laughs> and awesome. answer the would you rather. I love that. So speaking of that, if you haven't cruised over to thejoyjunkie.com, that's kind of my home base for all things related to my business. There's a couple of things that you need to know. One is that oftentimes we will look to our listener submissions, which you can which you can do on the site if you click on the podcast and click submit a show topic, we have tons of listeners who've submitted show topic ideas that we've actually used on the show. So you can do that. And the other thing that you'll want to do while you're there is pick up my free ebook. This is really important as it pertains to what we're talking about today because the entire concept around the ebook, which is totally free, it's called Stand Up For Yourself Without Being a Dick. You can get it at thejoyjunkie.com slash free. And everything will be linked in the show notes, so you can find the links to everything if you go to thejoyjunkie.com slash 130. Awesome. But if you pick up that free ebook, it has nine different challenges that are designed specifically to cultivate your self-love and self-confidence. So if you like the stuff that we're talking about today or you want some worksheets or some tangible action steps, be sure to pick up that ebook. So, uh, and it's also formatted in such a way that it's a workbook, really. So you can fill it out online if you want or print it out. I have some students who've put it together and actually worked through it together at, with yeah. one another. Yeah, yeah, So, and it also comes in audiobook format. So, thejoyjunkie.com slash free, grab that ebook if you want more stuff around confidence. So, let's talk about these Things that I mentioned at the top of the show that you can do really quickly, and some are conceptual, some of them are really actionable, that can help you amplify your confidence really, really quickly, immediately. So, and I would love to hear your opinion, and I actually included one specifically for you. Oh, you did? I did. Uh-oh. Well, I will see if you can guess which one it is. Okay. All right. All right. It's a fun game. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. I'm in. I'll bring it. All right, so the first one is to do something that makes you proud of yourself. And I really think that doing certain behaviors, even if they're extremely small, that you can stand back and go like, damn, I'm really proud of myself for that. Yeah. Can really create an element of confidence. Now, that can look a ton of different ways. So a couple of things that you want to know about this. One is... You really need to set yourself up for success because a lot of people will say like, well, I just can't be proud of myself. No, you can. You're choosing not to. Mm-hmm. Or you set up a scenario where you can only be proud of yourself if somebody else accepts you oh, or yeah. if somebody else likes you. So we're going to eliminate any sort of task like that. Like we're not going to say, I'll be proud of myself as long as I get this job or as long as I find a soulmate. Yes. That's not what I'm talking about. 
we're going to be doing something that makes you proud that you can control that's not really dependent on anybody else approving of you accepting you anything like that and I want you to start small. I don't want you to say, I'll be proud of myself if I get a master's degree or if I buy a new car tomorrow. Or And you might. I mean, that might be great. Sure, okay. But, but that's I, not the small thing. Because then what happens if you set up these really, really lofty goals or these things that, okay, I'll be proud of myself if I work out seven days this week, you know? And you set up these huge tasks that make it, highly probable that you're going to not make that goal right it's i mean it's great to have it and knock yourself out if you want to do that but if you find yourself in a pattern where you perpetually are setting the bar so high that you're coming up short so often that you're beating yourself you're in a constant state of beating yourself up yeah which will actually lead me to to the second one. But if that is your case, then we need to start changing what your definition of success is. Okay. Right? So I suggest doing something really minimal, like... I got dressed today. (laughs) I brushed my teeth. (laughs) Well, I was thinking maybe a little (laughs) bit better than that. But perhaps something in a personal development arena, and we're going to talk about self-talk here in a second... But it could be something like that, like, I will be really proud of myself if I speak kindly to myself today, or I'll be really proud of myself if I if I speak up when I normally wouldn't, or I'll be proud of myself if I smile at a stranger, and that's usually really uncomfortable for me, mm-hmm. or if I'm able to work out today, I'll be really proud of myself. Now, the contingency here is that this does not become the only way in which to become confident. Yeah. Because I don't want you guys to start going the opposite direction, going, I couldn't even say something nice to somebody today. I'm such a loser, (laughs) right? Yeah. That's not the exercise. That's not the exercise. I'm pointing you towards looking for opportunities where you can really pat yourself on the back. So it could even be as simple as I'm going to be proud of myself if today I focus on what I can do instead of what I can't. Or I'll be proud today if I can really stay focused on what I've accomplished instead of beating myself up for what I have not accomplished. Mm -hmm. So I really want you to look at really simple, small things. So look look at your day tomorrow perhaps, and think about what is one small thing that you're pretty confident you could follow through on, pretty confident, get it, Ah. that you could follow through on and decide, okay, that will make me really proud of myself. I'm going to do that thing tomorrow and commit. Perfect. And commit to doing it. And the other piece that I really want you to hear is, and if you don't do it, all is not lost. Like, do not take one isolated incident where you aren't pleased with yourself mm-hmm. and collapse that with your entire self-worth. We've talked about that a handful of times. Sure. But it's not... that We do that all the time, where we take one small situation and we make it mean something huge about who we are as a person. 
Right. You know, you take one incident where you didn't handle yourself with grace and kindness, let's say, or you didn't get the job you wanted, or maybe you behaved poorly with your child or your parent or something like that, and then you beat yourself up like crazy saying, that must mean I'm a horrible human. No, it just means you had one situation where you're not as proud of yourself as you possibly could have. Let's start over again tomorrow. Yeah, new day. Right? That was one circumstance. Got it. That's it. So doing something that makes you proud of yourself. The second thing that you can do to help really boost your confidence is to get a handle on yourself talk, which we kind of of danced around a little bit Mm -hmm. in this other category. So the first place to really look is to increase the awareness. We've talked about this plenty of times that personal development is really about heightening the awareness on your current set of affairs, analyzing if that is supporting you and if it is cultivating how you want to feel or if it's not, and then making subsequent changes. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting uh, definition. I like it. Well, we think, we, we tend to think in terms of destinations instead of journeys. Like we mm-hmm. think, as soon as I stop talking shit to myself, then I will have arrived. Or then I'm doing personal development right. Yeah. Quote, right. Or as soon as I'm not ever feeling the emotion of fear. Uh, it's an evolution. Or as soon as I complete this particular program or read this book, like it's personal development can set you up for failure the same way any other goal But all that is is your viewpoint. You're viewing something as needing to look a specific way. So anyway, all of that to say, it is about heightening your awareness around how you are operating. So a lot of times when we just go through our day, day in, day out, and we speak to ourselves with a certain tone or we give ourselves a lot of shit in our own mind about a specific topic. Like maybe it's all around your weight. Maybe it's all around your parenting, your intelligence, your business, your job. That's what we typically call a trigger, you know, an area where you tend to spiral. Sometimes it's comparison to others where that little inner voice just goes off. And if you don't increase the awareness, what happens? It's just true. That voice in your head is just true. It's just true that you're incompetent. It's true that so-and-so is better than you. It's true that you're a fat ass. It's true that, like, and we just don't unpack it. So, Uh, okay. I'm not saying that it's about saying the opposite. That's a huge misconception. So let's say, let's take something really easy, like you're not happy with your weight. And you have been saying something to yourself like, you are such a fat ass or God, you're so gross. We're really acrimonious to ourselves when it comes to our body. I'm not saying that you look in the mirror and you now say, I am so gorgeous. I'm saying that you become aware of what you have been saying and you move it to something less intense. So the only goal really with negative self-talk is to stop the spiral. So all you have to do is say something to yourself to stop going down that vortex. Because once you look in the mirror and you start picking apart your thighs, then you move to your wrinkles, then you move to, oh, my eyes are too close together, and then, oh, you know, and you you get stuck. Yeah. Like kind of 
spiraling out into this Mm self-hate. All we have to do is, first of all, recognize it and then change it. Stop it. So you don't have to all of a sudden feel like Wonder Woman and like, no, I'm not going to feel that way. I'm going to feel amazing. I'm going to do a Vogue photo shoot. Right. Yeah. All you have to do is stop that cycle. So the easy way to do that is to say something out loud like, I'm not going down that path. I choose not to focus on that. I'm not going to entertain that thought pattern. One of my favorites from Harvecker that I always talk about is cancel, cancel. Erase, erase. Erase, erase. <laughs> cancel, cancel. Thank you for sharing. Because there's a piece of you that's sharing that information. And you're like, okay, thank you for sharing that. We're not going to be focusing on it. Right. Bye-bye. Right. Yeah. So getting a handle on your self-talk and how you speak to yourself is paramount because we can do and do and do and and try to be around people who make us feel better about ourselves and do all these other things but if our relationship to ourselves if what we are saying to ourselves is constantly contradicting all of that other stuff then you are moving nowhere mm. absolutely moving nowhere any thought, thoughts coming up for you at all no no i'm just listening i'm taking it in you look like you're deep in deep in thought yeah So that's one of my favorite things to offer people around the concept of self-talk is to give yourself one blanket statement like cancel, cancel, or I'm not going down that thought pattern, or I'm choosing to focus on something else. One blanket thing. When you catch yourself talking to yourself really mean. Okay. Maybe it's you're pulling up to your kid's school and you're going off in your head and you catch yourself going off in your head about, oh my gosh, so-and-so is such a better parent or they're always doing all the Pinterest activities with their child and I suck and I'm the worst and I don't even like parenting that much. I love my kid. But, and then you just go into that. Stop. Okay, it's happening. It's that awareness. Okay, I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it. And then I'm choosing not to focus on that. Do you have to say it out loud? I think, I, I personally believe that there's something sort of magical that happens when you get out of your own mind. Yeah. Whether you say something out loud or you write it down. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's imperative. I think it's more powerful. Got it. So it's up to you. I mean, if you're in the middle of the line at the bank, <laughs> you know. you <laughs> may m- not be the time. You might not. Or it might be. Or it mm-hmm. might. I mean, who knows? But all I'm saying is if you want to change this bad enough, do the work. Got it. Right? Yep. Yep. All right. So we've got do something that makes you proud of yourself. Get a handle on your self-talk. And the first piece is the awareness. Notice when that self-talk is going off and decide on some sort of blanket statement to arrest that vortex. That's all we need to do. Like, I don't need you to become all of a sudden Tony Robbins. Like, what? again, this is why I'm talking about immediate steps, small baby steps. The third is an environmental piece. It is to be really intentional about who you surround yourself with. Mm. This is your environment. This is the people with whom you engage. And okay. this this can be a little bit stickier. And you might want to start by simply taking an inventory of the people in your life. Like maybe even just look at your calendar and look at who am I going to be surrounded by this coming week or even tomorrow. Yeah. And how much of that do I have a say in? And who are those people that that foster positivity and who are the people who don't? 
And maybe just starting with an inventory. I'm not saying have a come to Jesus with your mother-in-law who makes yeah. you feel like shit all the time. And by the way, we got your submission. <laughs> um, so that will most likely be coming up sometime soon on the pod. So it doesn't necessarily have to mean I'm going to eliminate, you know, this childhood friendship that I know is not serving me. Although mm-hmm. I am an advocate of that. <laughs> and we've done podcasts on, you know, friendships and what to do about that. But we are responsible for who we surround ourselves with. We're responsible for our behavior, and we are responsible for how we speak to ourselves. That's true. We do have a kind of like victimhood about, oh, I got to go hang out with so-and-so again, or, oh, I'm going to be around this guy, or... Or my boss, or my yeah, coworkers. Yeah, we feel like we like are obligated. A lot of times we are, but, you know, we but have to unpack that, right? creates obligation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Where does obligation come from? From the uh, people around us or ourselves. Obligation is a feeling or a pull that you have to behave in a specific way based off of something you don't agree with. Uh, really? I don't know. Like, Right? Like if you have an obligation and it's something that you don't feel compelled to do, you don't want to do, it's not how you want to spend your time. Is that what an obligation is? Pull it up. I think an obligation doesn't have to be a negative thing. Right. I don't know. I mean, that's a great that's a great question for debate. But I think of obligations as at least how they're used in our society. Maybe it's like literally, which is changing its term because it's being used incorrectly. Maybe it's like that. I don't know. (laughs) But obligation, something that you are compelled to do is what I would say. An act or course of action to which a person is morally or legally bound, a duty or commitment. Oh, so it's maybe not, it could be just a basic commitment. Right. Hmm. Okay. So I would say I'm talking about a situation in which it isn't something that you are happily committed to or happily okay. obliged to do. Because we do, you're right, because we do say stuff like, oh, I'd be so much obliged. Right. You know, which that doesn't really. Yeah, yeah, yeah really makes sense either but so, we also say like patron my business and pa- and don't patronize me i know it's true yeah anyway i but, digress but the point is we get caught up like you were talking about in this idea that we don't have choice yeah i have to hang out with my brother no you actually don't, don't are there to. consequences probably and do we operate from a place of fear of consequence all the time. All the time. What is my mom going to say about this? What will my kids say about this? What will my boss think? What will those people do? So we really have to weigh out, is that obligation or whatever mm-hmm. worth it? Is it worth what you are sacrificing? Got it. Yeah. So I would say, again, because we want to look at really tangible baby steps, I would start with a basic inventory of the people you spend your, most of your time with. Now, if it's your, you know, your five-year-old, I'm not at all saying you need to start distancing yourself from your child. I'm just <laughs> hanging out with that guy. I'm talking about <laughs> the relationships that you know are weighing you down and you're staying mm. out of guilt or fear. Yeah. Guilt and fear are huge motivators, but they feel like shit. Yeah. And if you find yourself, I can go on and on about this one. If you find yourself talking so much shit about this person, 
to your therapist, to your best friend, to your spouse, whatever, but then you you feel like you have to go hang out with them, that is all, all on, on you. you. Absolutely. You are choosing your own suffering. Period. Bottom line. So if you do not like the people that you hang out with and you have no problem complaining about it, then you need to start fucking taking action on it. If it is worth complaining about, it's worth taking action on. Period. Period. Plus, nobody fucking wants to hear about, you know, how much you can't stand your coworker and you choose to continue to go to lunch with them every day. Right. Because, yeah. oh, what would, I, what, what would people think if I ate lunch by myself? You know what I mean? What would they think? Who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yet you want to suffer by hanging out. So being really, really intentional. And I'm not talking, again, do not get caught up in the shit that you cannot control. Like, obviously, if you're choosing to stay in your workplace and you work directly with somebody who you don't get along with or who is really negative, I'm not talking about, well, I can't just not hang out with them or I can't not work on this project with them. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what can you do? Can you speak up more? Can you say, I would really appreciate it if you wouldn't speak negatively about our coworkers in front of me? Is there something you can do? Don't talk to me about what you can't do. There's a shit ton we can't do. But there is a shit ton we can do that we overlook because we are so stuck in the can't. Good point. So fucking switch your focus. Yeah, and the trash can't. (laughs) Put it in the trash can't. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. (laughs) Mr. Smith for the win. For the win. Mic drop. I'm done. Podcast done. Podcast and we are out. (laughs) Mr. and Mrs. Smith out. (laughs) Babe, that's really, really good. All right. The fourth thing to help immediately build self-confidence is to watch your posture. That's the one. That's the one. Oh, I knew that on one. To me. See, I'm on it. How you carry yourself. Absolutely. So, and I would love for you to just kind of speak about that. Um, in, in coaching, we refer to it as your geography, the geography of your body. Mm. So if you have the physical geography of being slumped over, Mm-hmm. That carries a very specific kinetic energy, right? Like sure. we are, it's very hard to feel empowered when you're slouched and slumped and kind sure. of in a posture that doesn't foster that emotion. Well, it's hard to express joy in a depressed posture, mm-hmm. right? And if I look at someone, I automatically judge. I mean, I don't anymore, but. You know, we as a society automatically judge when we see someone with posture that's all bent over and we're looking down at the ground as someone who's depressed or sad or, you know, uh, one of the lower energy sure. um, emotions. Sure. Right? And vice versa, if their chest is stuck out and they're, you know, kind of got their chin tucked and you think, oh, they must be military or they must be stuck up. Uh-huh. Right? You kind of get those judgments or um, observations sure. from the from bodies, and also if you see somebody walking really gracefully, mm-hmm. you're like, wow, look at how much ease they have when they move. Like mm-hmm. you notice these things. Sure. So, what do you want people to notice about you? Right. Or what do you want to notice about yourself? What do you want to embody? Yeah. What do you want to embody? Literally. Yeah. Exactly. Literally. Well, and we've talked about this before too. How. 
a lot of your internal process and how you feel about yourself or if you don't deal with shit, how it manifests physically. Yeah. You know, the very simple way for us to understand is when you run yourself ragged, burn the candle at both ends, and you get sick. You become under the weather. Your physicality becomes that manifestation of what's happening spiritually for you. That depletion, yeah. So it makes perfect sense that somebody who does not have an air of confidence, self-love, appreciation of who they are internally, that that would manifest in their physical posture. Sure. Now that, just to, you know, make sure, that is generalization. Because I've met people that are hunched over and looking at the ground and they're the most happy people I've ever met. Totally. And there's other people that are kind of putting on this bravado um, posture. And and they're sweet as pie. So, I, you know, I, it, it, it's um, it's one you have to be careful with. So, and you, good point. Because what we're not doing is saying, here's more ways to judge people. Yeah. We're not saying that. We're saying, here's a way that you can help tie in the internal piece internal with piece. the external piece. Yes. So, if we know, for instance, like as I'm telling you, okay, something that helps really well for the internal piece is to speak kindly to yourself. Right. And then we're saying something that helps really well in the external piece is to carry yourself yes. in a more confident posture, shoulders back. That's maybe, right. No, right? For, for instance, if um, I'm driving to meet with my mother in law and I just am ready for a fight. I know that it's going to be a battle and I'm just tense. Right. Right? That's and you're speaking hypothetically. Hypothetically. you get along with my mom. I, I love yeah. my... Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm speaking... You were talking about mother-in-law earlier, so right, I right. just brought that up. No. Um, you're driving. So if you're driving and you're tense and you are you start honking at people and you, you're already in fight mode. Right. Your body is in fight mode. Mm-hmm. If you can turn your body's response to that off sometimes it'll turn your emotional state off yes right so if you go i need to just lower my shoulders take a deep breath let my muscles go just settle down a little bit maybe i could lower my speed limit a little bit you know whatever it is yes you know and that kind of sets the tone for where your mood goes i love it So that might be the best powerful question then to ask yourself is, how do I need to carry myself in order to foster how I want to feel? That's a great question. So that we really turn it internally, Mm -hmm. right? Instead of going like, well, I need to look like this to be confident. Yeah. How does, where does my body want to move? Do I need to take deep breaths? What does confidence mean for you? Physically. Physically. What does that look like for you? Physically. So we, we obviously have certain ones that we correlate to confidence. Sure. But it might even be, for you, it might be, how does my body respond? How could my body embody peace? Right. Or how can I physically embody peace? Maybe that's what would create confidence for you. Tranquility. I know for me, being somebody who's highly anxious and who deals with kind of like rapid intensity of energy, Peace is amazing for me. And that's what makes me feel more in control is when I can actually embody that sort of a concept. So maybe it's not even thinking of confidence in particular. Maybe it's just who you want to be. Yeah. And what's the physical geography of that? How would you stand if you felt totally confident? How would you stand if you really loved who you were? How would you stand if you felt peaceful? Mm Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and tap that's into that's a much that. better way to go i like that yeah mm-hmm. i like how we like kind of talk this shit out as we get <laughs> we're like oh that word doesn't mean that awesome oh okay <laughs> did, are we being judgmental okay great okay let's figure this out <laughs> because you can see how much we prepare <laughs> that's right well that's what you know uh, going with the flow in a personal development is is kind of like okay where am I now in every moment right right yeah you gotta, absolutely you gotta talk that shit out talking out yeah so and then the fifth and final thing is and this is very simple and this is a huge element of confidence is to have an opinion a very simple opinion and this is a habit to get into especially if you have operated in a way where you allow everybody else's opinions, thoughts, wants, needs to be more important than yours, so much so that you no longer even know what you want. Mm-hmm. So I would like to challenge you, the very simple baby step is to make a choice. So for instance, the next time your partner says, where do you want to go to dinner? Oh boy. Even if you don't give a shit, even if you genuinely don't give a shit, I want you to have an opinion. I want you to pick something that you really truly would enjoy eating. Why? Because it starts to subconsciously create importance on your voice, on your wants and your needs. Mm. You're sending a message like that. that what you want is important. It's valid. And it's not always secondary to what everybody else wants. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a habit. And I'm not saying that if somebody was like, really? I really want a Chipotle that you can't go, okay, cool. No, that's fine with me. Let's do that. But I'm saying I want you to flex that muscle of saying, you know what? I want this. Right. And you can change, you know, and mold it. It's fine. I just want you to start a new habit instead of saying if your habit has always been, oh, I don't care. Let's do whatever you want. Wherever you want to go. It's fine. And I'm, and I'm talking about if it, if it's motivated from a place of people pleasing, not if it's motivated from a place sure. of I genuinely am so easygoing that I can roll with any punch. So let me just put this out there. Anybody that's going out to dinner, let's just make this a thing. Okay. <laughs> if, if, you, if you're going out to dinner and you have a specific place in mind, do not say, where do you want to go? Yeah, I like it. Okay? Say, I'm thinking of, of this. What's your thoughts? Yes. Instead of, because if you already have a taste bud for something, Right? And you're like, oh, man, I could really do blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And you don't say that. Then you, it's so frustrating. You're a liar. You're being to, a fucking to liar. To go, oh, well, where, where do you want to go for dinner tonight? Oh, you know what I'm really in the mood for is this. Pizza. And you're like, oh, no, I don't want pizza. I was thinking like maybe. Thai. Uh, yeah, Thai food. Like, well, why didn't you just say that? Right. Like, start there. Yes. That's a thing now. That's a thing. It's a thing for 2016. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it in the trash can. You can't do that anymore. See the trash can. I like it. <laughs> hashtag trash can. I love it. I wonder if there's a hashtag for that. There, there is now. It. There is now Mr. Smith's trash can. <laughs> I love it. So, but that, no, that's a really, really great point. That's a that's a part of being a people pleaser. That's part of being a fucking liar. If you had something in your mind of where you wanted to go, say it. Say it with grace and kindness and then be willing to be flexible. Yes. But don't try to pretend that you don't really care. Right. That's total bullshit self-sacrifice. Right. Have an opinion. And again, I'm I'm trying to give you an example of a place where 
people tend to people please. I'm not talking about if you are, like I said, somebody who genuinely is up for whatever. Yeah. Like, and who really, truly is so easygoing. Yeah, I see the underlying piece is you really want people to speak their mind and to start getting it out there in your conscious mind that your uh, wants and needs matter. Exactly. Yeah. Because the people who listen to the show, their problem is not being easygoing. Yeah. That's not their problem. The problem is speaking the fuck up for themselves and valuing who they are and thinking that their opinion does matter. So that's what I'm really pointing to. So if, for instance, you're around family and they're saying like, what do you guys think we should do for the gift exchange? And you really, really don't want to do the gift exchange because your aunt fucks it up every year and she buys (laughs) shitty stuff. That happens. That does happen. We've had that in my Mm -hmm. side of the family. So you're, what you would really like to do is just maybe do stocking stuffers for everybody. Say it. I'm going to challenge you to fucking say it out loud. And I'm going to challenge you no matter what you do. Do not say, I don't care whatever you guys want to do if you don't really mean that. Yeah. Do not say that. That is so, I love that. So that's what I'm talking about, about having an opinion. All right, like so it. there you have it. Those are your five ways to immediately build some self-confidence. Again, if you want more on it, please go to thejoyjunkie.com slash free. You can get your free workbook. Tons of ways to, to implement ideas like this, but then tons of other spinoffs that, that are challenges. They're actually designed to get you into action. It's a workbook style. So be sure to get that. And again, if you want to learn more about this really in depth, this is way more than the workbook, way more than podcast. And you want to do it with a lot of like-minded in- individuals? I highly encourage you to check out the or to oh God <laughs> rewind to check out tripletretreat.com and see if one of those last remaining spots is for you. You know, everybody who's who's come has said, "I knew I needed to do it. I'm scared shitless, but there's a pull. There's something telling me I need to do it." So I know you know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> you know you. You know you. You. All right. So again with you. <laughs> I think I think that's everything for today. Any final words? Final words. I appreciate your thoughts today. I really Thank do. You. Absolutely, my pleasure. So we will see you around these parts next week. So here is to loving and living your most badass life, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Out.